everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Hot Takes. I'm your host Ernesto and I'm here with Joel. A vengeance. A vengeance. A vengeance. A vengeance. So today we're going to be, obviously, we're going to be reviewing, or discussing, we'll be discussing The Batman by the Batman. Matt, Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves, yes. Matt Reeves, director Matt Reeves. So uh, a little context, we just came from the viewing of The Batman. Yeah. It's both our, our second times, right? Yeah, both our second. You got to see it in, um, on the March 1st fan IMAX premiere, right? Right, right. Like the a, fan experience. Whose dick did you have to suck <laughs> to get that, that ticket? <laughs> but uh, I waited till the opening opening Friday. Right. So on right. the 4th. So yesterday. Yeah, right. so, so I saw it two days in a row. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so what do you think? Well, that's your general general opinion. It's yeah, fun. fun. It's, mm-hmm. Like, considering how dark the movie is, it flows nicely mm-hmm. as a year one to, you know, first five-year Batman. Right. Like, once you start to get in the weeds <laughs> The semantics, it, right. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's a beginning Batman. It's right. A, essentially an origin for Batman. Not an origin for, like, the whole character on its own. Right. But, like, an origin of how he's figuring out becoming Batman and stuff like that. See, I would, I would even go as far as to say it's an origin for Gotham. That's true, right? Yeah. Just because he's he's been there, right? He's he's not a mascot of Gotham yet, but he's people are are aware of him. But yeah, most of the most of the villains in here feel like they're getting their start mm-hmm. after the whole power vacuum. Oh, it's going to be a spoiler. Well, yeah, super spoiler. Spoiler review. discussion. Super spoiler discussion of the Batman. Um, I I had mentioned before we started recording, and and you didn't give me your, like your full <laughs> answer, so we we could, this is going to be fresh to our ears. I saw online that some of the producers were they they said openly said that they wanted their aim was to you know beat out the Nolan trilogy right which you know you could argue this or not but for me at least it's legit one of the Dark Knight is one of the greatest you know not only superhero movies but like character movies mm-hmm. character driven Batman movies do you think comparing let's let's go movie to movie so mm. the Batman the Batman Begins. Right. Do you think it's like it matches or does it surpass or where do you think? Uh, see, like, before the show you, you, you told me this and I was just kind of thinking uh-huh. of taking out weighing the fact but uh, see, I'm so <laughs> yes. You did. Yeah, I want to say yes especially the as first a good movie. First movie. As a good first movie because and this is also the issue with it for me too is with uh, Spider-Man Far From Home for example right? yes. there's a lot of preconceptions where you, you have to watch movies to get a full experience to it yes right but this movie it feels like it does touch on Batman's background so they don't they don't delve into it really mm-hmm. as much right you you they understand that the general populace knows Batman's backstory I yeah, right. we didn't. In, like, how many fucking Batman movies have we seen <laughs> where there's been an origin? You know, we saw Batman Begins, Bat- Batman from '88, and right. then, you know, a vignette of, of his origin of his fucking parents get killed. Right. In uh, uh, Batman versus Superman. Right, and but we've seen one, it so many times. But this one, it's it's it's. They talk about it. Yeah, they talk yeah. about it, but they don't show it, which was important. Yeah, exactly. So it it really leans onto the general 
idea of Batman. People already know that his parents died and he became Batman. That's, yeah. that's the that's the bottom line. And the movie does use that to its advantage. So yeah. it doesn't waste time, you know, showing you again. Yeah, it hits it hits the, the, the ground running. Exactly. Without a doubt. You you which also what I like is that in the trailers they showed uh like the action sequence and stuff like that. That was right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So they didn't really like <coughs> excuse me. They didn't really like give it away. Yeah. So that scene of him beating up the the, the dudes in, in the, face makeup, the subway dudes, the subway dudes with in face makeup, that was like within the first what five minutes, right, right. So it doesn't you're like you're not waiting like forty minutes in and then that sequence comes. So. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, I and I love uh, I will love I, I I really like that it's a neo noir feel to it. Very Especially artsy. Especially at the beginning. It's very artsy. It's like, God, he's like doing a captain's log, right? He's yeah. doing something that a, a seasoned detective would be, you know, at their favorite restaurant, smoking a cigarette, looking at the outside crowd and just, you know, monologuing. He's like Rorschach. Yeah, right? like, which is why I don't understand why they don't utilize that technique more often. Mm-hmm. Like, how often do we get to see a superhero movie where it's voiceover? Right. And then in, the, in like, the comic... It's essentially a lot of voiceover. <laughs> right, right. They lean into the greatest detective, which I absolutely love. And I don't remember that from the Nolan one, from the first movie, even though it's an no, origin. Yeah. It was, it was kind of... See, the, word, the Nolan one felt like it was kind of following the structure of typical superhero movies when it uh-huh. comes to origin, but it was with the artourism of Nolan. Right? So yeah. you, get, you get shots that are beautiful. But this one... It, because I say it's better, it, it does that too. Didn't it also have like a, a relatively low budget, this movie? Yeah, like they, I think so. They, um, let me just double check to see. Like right. That, man. They, I remember them saying that it was going to be more of a... More grounded? Yeah, more for, grounded. And yeah, it pulls it off. Yeah. Um, budget was 185 to 200 mil. Right. Which, for a big blockbuster movie nowadays, it's nothing. Right. Like, that, that's like it, a sequence. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, Infinity War and Endgame topped a, a billion, right? Yeah. Like, how's that? Like, <laughs> dollars How do you even think about budget? Right? Like, what do you... Like, I want to make this scene. I want to have this music. You're like, yeah, I don't know. I can't wrap my head around having so much money for a production. Yeah. That's insane. Um I mean, but yeah, like like it's very artsy, and here we're in the city that we live in. We have like a, um, like one of those artsy fucking indie theaters and stuff like that. <laughs> right. Yes. And in the morning, I passed by it, and I saw that they were showing the Batman. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Though. Yeah. Yeah. The one. Yeah, that's a huge step. I know. Yeah, they usually just do like fringe artsy, like licorice pizza and stuff like that. Yeah, like weird French movies and shit <laughs> that nobody's really wants to see I did when I watched it again uh, oh, I'm gonna watch it again on Sunday <laughs> but, oh. uh, right? yeah. uh, but uh, I did notice it has an artesian like film yeah, an artisan to, yeah artisan artisan yeah. thank you yeah yeah I saw that the, the theater that we have they, that we we see it to uh, the AMC for those of you who don't know have like a uh, an art, artisanal right like in like a spotlight on artistic movies <laughs> and it has that that's so bizarre that mm, Connotation, right? Notification, no. yeah. Mm, uh, underlining or Under, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, semantics. Which is weird, like, because you know, what also had it was the Joker, right? I see. See now, when it comes to the Joker, I feel like this pulled it way better than what the Joker did. Yeah, yeah. Because though the whole I, as I was looking at the, was the 
the at the end of the movie, and not to just follow, but it's essentially what the Joker is, right? He's uh, he's galvanizing the the citizens who are distraught, you know, the poor and all that stuff, and yeah. to fight against the the government or the authority. And that's essentially this happens in the Joker, but in the Joker, it's like everyone sucks. Like either everyone is just <laughs> everyone's downtrodden, everyone hates each other, like everything just sucks. Period. Yeah. Do you think this that could be an origin for this Batman? Riddle's Batman, the Joker? Yeah. Well, not an origin, but like could be a prequel a to prequel? this Batman. Because it is set. The, the, the Joker is set in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this one is set in the relatively modern times because they all have smartphones and stuff like that. So right. it could potentially, like, the, the, the line fits. Although they kind of introduce, like, what could be a Joker esque character <laughs> at the end. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I could see it, but the see the thing is with the Joker, it feels so like the whole setting feels so fabricated. Yeah, because right? every because yeah. everyone like even the social workers like no, you suck, I hate you, leave. Like, yeah, yeah. there's no ray of sunshine at all. And and, and granted, it is an art, it is a movie, it is a narrative. Someone wrote this. Yeah, but it, there's a there's a certain balance, and the Batman does a lot of that. It balances its like its comic origins, introducing something new, but also yeah. its comic origins. It has some co- some jokes, you know. This Batman movie. What do you feel about the jokes in a Batman movie? I mean, they're there. They they should be there to cut the tension mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, like the first one was after the the first murder. <laughs> And he's there, and then the, the investigator just walks up to him and is like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, that's that's one thing I absolutely like about this one is you, who would have thought that you don't have to have the main character be the one cracking the jokes? Yeah. Right, you don't, like, Affleck, uh, you, he's like, you know, when he got hit by Superman, it's like, yeah, something's bleeding. Right, yeah. he's getting up, it's like, aha, it's a joke. But this one, the uh, Patterson, Patterson? Patterson, yeah. Patterson didn't really do much joking. No, directly, mainly brooding and right, miserable and, and, and it's emo. The people, and right, <laughs> exactly. And it's the people around him, like Jim. Like Jim, Jim just compliments him, and he he's like us. We're like, excuse, like he's wearing gloves. What'd you think of Jeffrey Wright? I love him. Yeah, I love him. Like I don't know why I had any doubts. Well, it's because mostly I didn't see him more in that persona, but. As soon as uh, they they were like talking to each other, it's like, are you sure you want to bring him in there? It's that dynamic. Yeah, it's I that like, dynamic. I like that that when that sequence where Batman's like, you what, you don't trust me, and he's like, what, you trust me? And then later admits that he trust the only one he trusts is Batman. Right, because yeah, the last two years I don't even know who your face, how like you look yeah. behind that, and I was like, oh, they're. Their chemistry is really, really good. Okay, but like, okay, so hmm. is it Jeffrey Wright or is it just the character? Because you look back at the other um, Commissioner <laughs> Gordons. Yeah. Have there been really a bad one? Like you said, oh, that one doesn't fit or... Because you got JK in the Justice League. Right, the Swole. for the little, yeah. <laughs> swole Jim. <laughs> swole Gordon, yeah. In the little, like, screen time that he had, I liked them. Mm-hmm. And, and then you have uh, Gary Oldman. Which say what you will, it's fucking Gary Oldman. You know he's gonna, he's gonna knock, knock it, it out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> um, so would you, where would you where would you put it? Is it the 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 actor or is it more of the character? In all honesty, I I don't even think the character is too complicated. Yeah. To begin with, right? The character feels like it's he's an offshoot. I don't know much about Jim Gordon history, but I feel like he's an offshoot of you know those noir films. 
Mm-hmm. Right, those, and those detective. He wants. He's heart of gold. He wants to do what. Like what's the right. school, right? Like black and white. Right, and those are inherently likable. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, rather than detective. Right. Right. Exactly. And then, uh, but when it comes to him, he he has more opportunities to interact with Batman. Yeah. Right? I mean, in the, in the entirety of the narrative, it's him and Batman working together, and he's always there. So I like to see that interaction. I don't remember much interaction. From the other iterations of Gordon. Well, at, I don't remember at the least, Nolan one. At least. Well, yeah, well, at least in the first one, it was like it, it kind of made it seem like they were both working together. Mm-hmm. Like they, they they leaned on on that relationship more. You mm-hmm. know, like uh, especially since in in the in the Nolan verse, Jim became commissioner a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. And by the by the midpoint of the second movie, he was already commissioner, so he had the pull. Yeah. In this one, he's only a lieutenant. Right. And then the commissioner kinda, gets killed. Yeah, the commissioner. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of get the feeling that it set it up for the next one for him to be either at the beginning of the movie be named commissioner, right? Because it, it ends with like a whole bunch of people who are corrupt, right? Like getting being outed, and then the, this new mayor coming in. So you know this this new mayor coming in is gonna you know make heads roll. Yeah. So it feels like he might be set up to be like the next commissioner within the either the beginning or by midpoint of the next movie. How do you feel about? It feels like it is setting up a lot, even towards the end. Like even yeah. not even towards the end. I mean, the whole the whole plot surrounds a. It's it's kind of, it's really uh, Court of Owls esque, because there's yeah. like there's an underground power that's controlling the government. It turns out, oh, it's uh, it's Falcone. Yeah. Um, no. What's, what's, yeah. Falcone. Yeah, what's his first name? It's like uh, uh, with Carmine. M. Carmine. Yeah, Carmine Falcone. Right. And he's the one who's manipulating everything, and he's the one. And then he gets kicked out. He says he gets killed by Riddler. Uh, yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> cast. And uh, Penguin takes over. And then, yeah. and then same with the 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 mayor. Right. Yeah. There's a new mayor, and then the commissioner. It seems like it's a changing of the guard. And Batman. Even Batman. It, it's he hasn't really. Uh, experience that kind of level of crime fighting mm-hmm. at least i don't feel he doesn't feel like he's fought like big super villains only uh street level yeah like if it, it kind of lays the groundwork at the beginning the voiceover sequence where he's saying like now i have a, a symbol so if it, it, it kind of gives off that that feeling that in the first year he was plainly working in the shadows yeah but now now that he's at least he has the man behind in a man inside with uh, on his side, Jim, I feel like now he's gonna be able to to, to embrace more of the detectiveness. Yeah, being able to work freely because like we we see Batman in in the comics, in the in the other movies, in in TV shows, and or in animated where whenever there's a crime scene, he's in there with the cops. Right, like he's doing his thing. <laughs> so for him to be able to gain that trust, I feel like at the end of this one, it kind of sets it up perfectly to like. From here on out, they're going to start doing that shit and, and lean more on the detective. So, okay, that's... So, in the first Nolan one, it, it's called Dark Knight, right? Well, no, it's or, called it, Batman it? Begins. Batman Begins because that's when he becomes a vigilante. Isn't yeah. Because yeah. towards the end, they're like, they're like he's on... He's uh, They blame him for... Uh, Rachel's death was it? No, that's the remember. end of the second one. I don't remember. Where's the one where Do we he... have to watch Nolanverse? Or <laughs> <laughs> where the cops are after him now? Yeah, that's the end of the second. Yeah, one. that's the end of the second. One. So it feels like that bit is already done. Yeah. Right. Especially when he's walking with the with Gordon and he's walking with like he's a vigilante. It's like there's already underlining that they were going after him to begin with. Yeah. And now he's become more legitimate with Gordon backing him. Yeah. So it feels like it's doing the heavy work of those two movies without 
being two separate movies. Yeah, I feel like it. it it's, it's like you concise. said, it's a, pas- it's a passing of the guard within the movie itself. Like on the mayoral aspect of it, mm-hmm. on the commissioner aspect of it, the police aspect of it, and then on the Batman aspect of it. Like they're all transforming into or, you know, cocooning, <laughs> blossoming. There you go. That's the word. Blossoming into what we now, what we know more, uh, not frequently, more, what we know more of. Of, yeah. yeah. Well, we know more of the the Batman whole Gotham relationship with Gotham and the mayor and the commissioner and who Batman is and stuff like that. So, what do you think of Patterson? Did you have doubts at the beginning? I had doubts, but, Mm -hmm. you know, just with, like, Batflick. At the beginning, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And stuff (laughs) like that. But then as soon as they showed the first image, I was like, you know. (laughs) So, of course, I had my doubts. With Patterson, but I gave him I gave him the benefit of the doubt, right? And yeah. especially after that first trailer when he kicked ass, yeah, I was like all right, I'm vengeance. you got yeah, yeah. all right, <laughs> yeah. The scenes are the fight scenes are very straightforward, very very straightforward. It's not something that's romanticized, you know. There's punching, like the first fight scene is in the subway, which we see in the trailers, but there's no fancy camera work and that's not no. to say it's bad but it's and like, there really isn't like all that fancy choreography either no it's just a yeah. straight it's like a like a bruce lee like he has a bunch of dudes around him and he's gonna kick their ass right yeah and then he, it slowly <laughs> escalates right yeah like one guy brings a machete i was like oh you have a machete that's crazy yeah and he gets like put down hard yeah even at the end where where he's fighting on the rafters of the stadium mm-hmm. they do they do they start like Lay the groundwork for some of those Batman moves, like when he ju- like he's he jumps up on the platform and rolls and takes out two dudes. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that Batman would have done, like yeah. perfectly. But yeah. like you take you take a look at um, the warehouse scene from from Batman vs Superman. There's like four, there's like six dudes. They all have like a semi-automatic <laughs> machine guns, and he's Don't killing train. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's got double punch, you know. Like, <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I I did like that with this Batman. Is that you see the you see that he's he's year two and yeah. he still sees and there's a lot of gaps in the armor mm-hmm. not not in his physical armor but like you know uh, there in the same fight scene he puts a bomb on a I think extinguisher and yeah. it just smokes up and it helps a lot yeah so it seems like it's he's gonna make smoke bombs now because that helped a lot yeah you can see that where he's he's giving, he doesn't have a battery right? the closest thing is that, the <laughs> thing that he has on his chest yeah. which he kind of uses. To some extent, not as like a throwing battery, but like he cut stuff with it. And stuff yeah, like that. yeah. And uh, um, I feel like he's learning since mm-hmm. it is a year two. He's not as his reflexes aren't sharp because he, even though he kicked ass, he was still getting his ass beat. Right. Um, the movement looked a little slow and stuff like that. So I feel like yeah, he's going. It, it's a very year two. He's learning what what it means <laughs> to be a Batman. Yeah. Right, he's a, he's he's a bruiser. Yeah. If I want to compare, he's he's kind of like Superman Year One, where he didn't. Superman doesn't really know how to fight. Let's just yeah. be real. He just he uses just, his, his strength. He's, yeah, he relies on his strength. A lot. Right, and this Batman does that a lot, and it's it's the fear because he kind of just walks towards you, but also he's he's uh, has that uh, that I'll I'll try to bring you down as hard as I can, and then move he's on. He's vicious. Exactly. He relies on his on him being ferocious. Yeah, and then they said. Uh, Alfred trained uh-huh. him, right, to some degree. To some degree, yeah. yeah. So he hasn't really, he hasn't gone to the League of Shadows yet. Mm, well, I mean, yeah, I guess right. um, something would have to happen for him to to venture out that way. I liked it in the Nolan verse; it was all you know related to his origin. Like he, 
He was in the the League of Shadows, and then he became Batman. Now he became Batman, and then joined the League yeah, of Shadows. Kind of seems counterintuitive. Right? <laughs> once you're there, who's going to protect the city? If you're right, the right. Oh, unless you have a, a Robin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you got Selena Kyle, right? Yeah, saving your ass. <laughs> what do you think of of the Selena Kyle of Bruce Wayne Batman relationship? I wish there was more. I wish there was it was more centralized to the narrative. Because it feels like something... I, I liked it. No, don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. I, when they were together, there was that, you know, like, the music Ooh, comes in. Right? Yeah. I, heard, <laughs> like, I don't remember the music of uh, Catwoman, what it's called, but it's like, it's like a sly little tone that comes in, and they're like, they're flirting and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she goes off and does something, and then comes back towards other other points. But so yeah. she's going to be... That character is going to be utilized in um, the every... You know, Robert Pattinson Batman film, or do you think mm-hmm. it's just going to be coming in out? I, I, yes, yeah, yes I, to what? Yeah, <laughs> two questions. Yes, yes to that both because I like you said it. It feels like this is setting up everything. Everyone yeah. is basically your one other than Batman. Yeah, right. Batman is at the ground floor. He was there before, and this everything's new to everybody. Gotham being flooded. Uh, spoilers. I, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Gotham being flooded. A new mayor, a new commissioner. A Selina having a new warrant in life and maybe training a little bit more. So she yeah. has her goggles. That'd be cool. Right? Because she, throughout the whole thing, uh, it feels like she's also year one because her getup is not as a, as a refined as it was in the comics. Yeah. Well, yeah, it feels like not necessarily like a year one, mm-hmm. but she doesn't know what her... Oh, she's kind of like... Yeah. When she watched, she doesn't know her place. Her place, yeah. Right. And oh, then she, she encounters Batman. Because, like, the way she was moving and, the, and everything, it gives you the, the the sense that she's done the stuff like that before. She's not used... She's used to breaking into somebody's home, stealing a passport. Right. Like, <laughs> You're really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like... It's not necessarily a year one, but uh-huh. she needs to find her path. Yeah, right. So. right. And for the most part, at the end of the movie, she does... Yeah, right. it's. I mean, but like uh, even she's even gonna come back. <laughs> even in in the comics and and you know other iteration other iterations, the dynamic between Batman and Catwoman was like yeah, Catwoman's still technically a bad person, right? A villain, you yeah. would say. Yeah. <laughs> but Batman is like yeah, she's not killing anybody. <laughs> she's not killing. She's a hot piece of ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> so do you think this would be kind of like a Spider-Man and Black Cat relationship then, if it's not going to be straight up villain? Because Black Cat was kind of, she wasn't really killing anyone, but she was just kind of flirting and stealing a lot of stuff. Yeah. So what, like, what Catwoman might just come back and start stealing stuff. And but wouldn't you say like, isn't the the Spider-Man and Black Cat mm-hmm. relationship more like Batman and Oh my gosh. The other way around? Well, in the movie. The context <laughs> of the movie, yeah. 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 It's just going to be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, it, like the whole, her gr- grappling with the fact that she was trying to kill uh, Falcone. Which is which, also. Which was also, turned out to also be her dad. Um, and then she drops the gun and he tells her, um, he has to pay. And then she said, are you going to pay? He t- Batman tells her, are you going to do you don't have to pay with him, you know, stuff like that. You're right, done paying. Right. You're done paying. Yeah. Right. So that kind of like made made him made her realize like, yeah, there's there's another way. There's like, another this dude's way. fucked regardless. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to put the bullet in him. <laughs> Speak. How about Falcon's the actor? What do you feel? Oh. What do you feel about? <laughs> um, if uh, all I remember him from Transformers? is, is now 
Um, Big Lebowski. Yeah. No, no one messes with the Jesus. John Saturo. <laughs> John Saturo, right. Yeah. But all, yeah, Transformers, a joke character. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's, How do you feel? He's supposed to be. Okay, so he's. He, I. This movie doesn't really have an overarching enemy. No. Right? It doesn't really have. Which it. it it doesn't need it really. It's something that's more of following the storyline than the character development and the world building. But yeah, this... it does a good job weaving in the, yeah. the individual storylines, like the Falcon, Batman, Riddler, uh, and Selena. Selena. Selena and the Russian, which is yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but yes, yeah, that character uh, is uh, is supposed to be the the main bad force at, at that point. Yeah, at that point, but. He is played by a character that's usually comic relief. Right. Yeah. See, okay, so last night I saw a movie with Bob Odenkirk mm. called Knockout. Uh, it's on Hulu right now. Okay. No, not Knockout. Nobody. Nobody, huh? And it's, he's essentially like a, a John Wick character, like a super assassin with a shady past, right. who he gets, he gets his helm broken into and he decides not to do anything. Uh-huh. And then he gets like this pent up rage because he's retired and he hasn't killed anybody in like, oh, 20 no. years or something. Oh, and he has this pent up rage. And then he comes across like this, across this gang of Russians. Uh-huh. And he's like, We're, I'm going to just fuck you up. He, they're on the bus. He tells the bus lady to leave. I think hands her a wad of cash. I'm not entirely sure. Closes, <laughs> closes the, the, the bus, um, the bus doors. And then just. Proceeds to beat the shit out of, out of the, the, the gang of like six or seven. <laughs> and and that's the thing. I just kept seeing and it's Bob Odenkirk. Like I know Bob Odenkirk from the Mr. Show show. Right. So right. another comedic actor. So I couldn't wrap my hand around it. Right. Like it's Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. <laughs> you just and kept then, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> in the weirdest moment. <laughs> it's just like randomly. Yeah. I'm just looking at it. And then he lost a bunch of weight. He's fit. He's like super right. jacked. He, well, he wanted to go into the role. Yeah. Right. He, he committed. Uh-huh. But then it's just Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> so I feel like it's the same thing with, with uh, John Turturro. You know, like John Turturro, like you said, um, comically famous actor, you know, in first comedic roles and stuff like that. And he comes out as, as the badass of the movie, but it's John Turturro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it, it Transformers. He literally gets pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... And I, I couldn't laugh each time they showed in his penthouse. I think it was his penthouse. Uh, but uh, he would be, he'd be playing like classic mobster songs, like yeah. Frank Sinatra. Yeah, and just old feels, school mobster shit. Yeah. Right, like, darling. And he starts playing, and I was like, oh my gosh, he's like a parody of mobsters or something like that. Yeah, um, but I feel like he did a good job, though. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes not often, but sometimes, you know, there, there's been... Uh, there's a well-known, you know, myth, you would say. It's somebody do, that is good at making people laugh, mm-hmm. they do so because at some point they have pain yeah. that they don't, that they don't um, confront or that it's fueling them. It's really really confront. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, like, you look at uh, Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to say that he has any pain or anything like stuff like that, but a genius comedic actor in the Breaking Bad. Yeah. You look at uh, Bill Burr. Genius stand-up comedian, and then he's done some yeah, pretty serious roles, right? Like Star Wars, yeah, Star Wars, <laughs> like Mandalorian. And then you have Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd as which well. Which people didn't really, yeah, Paul Rudd. Yeah. He's done some pretty serious, like good performances, stuff like that. Uh, Robin Williams, mm, Robert, Robert, Williams. Robin Williams. He oh. does like comedic stuff, but then Good Will Hunting, right? Exactly. So I'm not saying that uh, just because John Turturro, we known him as as a, a comedic actor. 
but he might have the chops yeah. to, to play more serious roles and stuff like that. So I feel like he did a good job, especially that scene where he, he talks to his dad, to Bruce Wayne, about the whole deal he had with his dad. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, eh, all right, I get it. Yeah, I, it's because it's, at that point I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, Cause I, I, I'm here for the ride. Yeah, right, because up to that point. Right, yeah, up to that point. Come on, let's do this. <laughs> like up to that point, even though he's like, oh, hey, yo, and he's like, oh, hey. I just get like laughing and like, oh it's a serious scene I'm sorry but yeah, yeah it's like he he has that feeling of being a sheep's and a wolf in sheep's clothing yeah very much so kind of thing right he's like he seems so nice and happy and then he he strangles a chick yeah right, so yeah the, the the switch goes off yeah how about um, I forget the actor's name I'm so sorry but the penguin oh Colin Farrell Colin Farrell how was Colin Farrell or AKA uh, uh, Robert De Niro, Robert De, Robert De Niro <laughs> impressionist to me. Um, okay, so you look back at the Batman, like other other iterations of these characters, and you look back. You have to go back to back to the um, Joel Schumacher and uh, Tim Burton Batman. Mm-hmm. So you look at um, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. I was say Robert, Robert De Niro, no, but it's Danny DeVito, <laughs> and. It feels like they were really only played it as like an over, overacting as as um, verbose as you possibly can. You know, make it as big, large, and then in Colin Firth, he does that, but you could tell that he's having fun. He right. understands what the character's supposed to be. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not like like you look at um, Poison Ivy. Mm. We've we've only seen Uma Thurman play it. And, and you look at that movie, you watch that movie. How long has it been since you watched Batman and Robin? Oh, a long time. I yeah, watched a long time. Yeah, but it's like decades. you watch it again whenever you get an opportunity. Because those acting, they're like... They, it's like they took what they were doing in the Adam West, uh-huh. but trying to make it serious. Right. So, so it was like grandiose and... So like, it's so bad, it's good. Kind it's of thing. just terrible. Well, okay. <laughs> it's just terrible. Because they're like, really into the roles, though. But they weren't... T- they weren't... They didn't understand the role. Oh. So, like, I feel like Colin Firth really understands what the penguin is supposed to be, you know? <laughs> like a this, mobster. A mobster, uh, well, yeah. Like a, ge- a gentleman mobster. A gentleman... Uh, uh, you know, top old hat. school. Old school. The, the last of the old guard. Because mm. that's really what he was. He mm. was a mobster, but, like, from, like you said, like, Frank Sinatra days and stuff like that where shit yeah. really went down. Right, like, oh, that's sweetheart. you right. I, I love him. Yeah, Absolutely. he was really good. I liked him. Yeah, especially during uh, the chase scene where we oh, saw in the trailer. But God, the Yeah, fucking, oh, it's during the chase scene. The, okay. The Batmobile. Oh, my God, the fucking Batmobile. Mark 1, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's Mark I one, guess right? it would have to be a Mark 1. Mark 1 Batmobile. Because it looked like he was still working on it. Yeah. Yeah, the, it the was cloth. Jet. Jet powered muscle car. <laughs> oh my god! It is the the introduction alone. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I remember in the the press junkets, they they were saying that the car was going to be like Carrie, or Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Carrie, Carrie, that's the car, the killer car yeah. that kills people. And it's no, not Carrie. Carrie's the oh no, no, that's the one with the blood. The yeah. Blood. Oh, uh, cherry? No. <laughs> What's it's the killer car? Yeah, I know which one. Stephen I just don't know. Let's see. <laughs> it's in the tip of my. Um, like so many par- uh, parodies and stuff like that. Right, exactly. Killer car movement. Let's say. Uh, da, 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 da. Christine. Christine, thank you. Yes, yeah, Christine. Yeah, Christine. And when it first was introduced, and it's like, come on, let me loose. Right, it's oh. going. It's revving forward. It's, it's 
Yeah, it's it, uh, yeah. Oh my god! So that scene. Do you okay? <laughs> In modern times, specifically, I think that's going to be one of the greatest car chase scenes of modern movie modern movies. Mm. Especially since there hasn't really been that many of them. <laughs> but, but like you look at the like old school like 60s and 70s there was a lot of car chase car chase scenes. Right. Like famously Bullet. Right. Which which was the the groundwork for every other car chase from uh, from here until the point in the history. But this one it just it like it incorporates incorporates a lot of elements really well like the the use of reverse traffic and then mm-hmm. the actual traffic and then uh, heavy traffic the trucks the trucks, trucks the explosions the, the ramp that so luckily at just at the exact same time <laughs> it lined up and it was able to yeah it was able to fly use it to jump over all that shit the camera work beautiful the only thing I don't like uh-huh. is that they sh- they showed the scene of Batman kneeling down yeah that's yeah. the one thing I don't like it, it's okay how's it going yeah right yeah it's it, like it you is. gotta trade your shirt right, right. <laughs> like, hey, are you okay and then and then they reverse the penguin to see his reaction so you know you're not cranking your neck to see how his face is and then to kind of match yeah I, I did find that weird yeah you it know, would have been a lot more impactful if that scene in the trailer where he's walking as the fucking big explosion in the background, if it would have just ended on that, you yeah, know, you see, cut to the uh, penguin's reaction, it's just terrified, and then you cut back to the 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 legs, Batman's legs, and the explosion and fire, and then cut to black, move on to the next scene. Not yeah. me having him like that. <laughs> that was kind of that was kind of lame. <laughs> but that's that whole scene was just spectacular yeah spectacular I, yeah we watched it in like dolby and you can feel the engine yeah did people clap your first time around uh yeah 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 i had, I had my first time around yeah, there was people clapping. cheering yeah yeah at the end of at the end of the that scene and then at the end of the movie as well yeah especially when he, he comes out like multiple times <laughs> now, what did you feel about that when he the music to it the music of the movie Oof. i think it's it's very well done at the beginning, mm-hmm. but then towards the end, every time Batman shows up, they use it. But like in the first sequence, where where it's the first action sequence, where it's monologue is, and the 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 the, the shine the light, and then the the gangsters, the mobsters, or not mobsters because yeah. that gives them class, but like the, the thugs, <laughs> the thugs in the subway and stuff like that, and then like the the dudes robbing the convenience store, they're spray painting, so there's a lot of juxtaposition going on. Yeah, and you have like these dark corridors, and yeah. which one is it going to come out? And we know it's going to be the mobster one because the trailer. Yeah, but um, <laughs> which is nice to see the fear. Yeah, right. All the even the dude with the mask was freaked out. He almost got hit by a car. Yeah, well, he did get hit by a car. Oh yeah, well, I mean like down. And out, yeah, <laughs> it got fucked up by a car. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was really well done when it, it really needed it to be like the swelling of the music, and then that scene where he's just walking and you hear the footsteps, and you and then it just he just appears from the shadows. Yeah, that is so good. Yeah, yeah, I I, I see. I love their reactions. Yeah. Because right? we don't... I don't really feel that from the Nolanverse or even the the Zack Snyder stuff, the fear with Batman showing up. Yeah. Right? Because a lot of it feels like... Uh, in the Nolan one, he's he's more like... He's origins, right? And then in the Snyder one, he's a little more... You already know him a lot. Yeah. But here, well, we didn't get that opportunity. Right. To right. see him in the, in the Snyderverse. And then in the Nolanverse, mm-hmm. it, was, it was kind of like... 
he had bigger shit to deal with. <laughs> right. <laughs> right at the like, beginning. Right. <laughs> you know, the whole city was going to go insane and tear each other apart. And another yeah. one, the city was going to explode. Yeah. Because of water mine. Or yeah. Mine. So, <laughs> and it, then a nuke. <laughs> and a nuke, exactly. So I feel like we didn't also really get that that much of an opportunity to see the Nolanverse deal with the everyday mm. bad bad dude. Yeah. You know, like the everyday common criminal. But like in this one, they do it perfectly. The reactions are just big. It's everything. It's spectacular. <laughs> it's very grounded, and that's what Batman needs to be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Batman fits in the whole... Well, maybe when he's with like the Justice League or something like that, and then it lends credence to him being bigger than life. But when it's when it's, it's his solo films, I feel like it's better when it, it is that grounded, intimate, dirty kind of yeah. narrative. Like, one thing I remember hearing about uh, the after The Dark Knight Rises, somebody said that... It felt like it was too much. Mm. Like, too much for something to Batman alone to handle. Yeah. Like, Bane, a nuclear that, bomb, a nuclear, nuclear clean bomb. energy, and stuff like that. Right. The city being locked out. And yeah. Then, like, all the criminals taking over. Yeah. Like, martial law. Martial law. That shit. Right. Um, but in this one, you know, the city is the main target. You know, be destroyed. But it doesn't feel like it's too much. It feels right. like it's not, honestly, just enough, but it's, like... Something else he has to deal with. Right. We didn't know that that was the end target until like almost the very end of the movie. Yeah, and even when it does get too much, because he does get overwhelmed. Yeah, right. There, even towards the end, he's like getting you know they drag him and they they throw him in the ground, but he does have allies to lean into. Yeah, rather that's than when Catwoman shows up and Commissioner well, well, Gordon. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but yeah. at the end, <laughs> yeah, after he fucking rage. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is like, what did he inject into himself? It's gotta be uh, bane. It's you. gotta be venom, bane, right? Yeah, venom. Right, yeah, because it was green, and it was like, I was like whoa. Was <laughs> and like, I noticed that he had like a special compartment. That yeah. He, so does that does that mean the suit is like a feedback suit, like optic feedback mm-hmm. stuff like that? Because like it's not like he just jammed it in his leg. <laughs> right, he has a little little like container open. Yeah. Does the suit monitor his vitals or stuff like? That? Is it is it IV like ready stuff like that? Like I would have loved to see that. To a degree. Yeah. Not something that's, like, overwhelmingly tech, right? Because mm. we still want to have that noir feel, but it, it does, yeah, it does that's a lot of good questions. Because yeah. he does get shot, like, in the chest a, a lot, lot of times. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Right? With small arms and, like, a shotgun. So, yeah. So, again, because this is a year two, we were discussing this a little bit. Like, how often do you think he's going to do upgrades to the his suit? Mm-hmm. I, I say every five years or so. Mm-hmm. Just because... How rich really is Bruce <laughs> <laughs> he can't He can't afford to have a new version of the suit every fucking month. Every- he's, not like, he's not like Iron Man because he has like a full-on AI that helps him do it. Right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I said whenever he uh, he, encou- he encounters something different. Every time he gets stabbed. He, he gets has, stabbed. He's like, I have to put more layers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see that in the sequel where he changes up the suit to, you know, be more the classic yeah. Batman. I also like that in the Nolan verse, they kind of touched on how his suit, his his cowl, and and the rest of the suit were kind of melted together. Mm. He didn't really let him look, like turned his head. And then this one is just he kind of figured it out at the beginning. He has a just a separate helmet or rubber helmet. Yeah. And the the suit is sep- separate to to that, so he he has neck mobility, which right. was, which was cool. You know, you don't yeah. have to waste. 20 minutes of story of the next film to show that. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel about the suit overall? 
I mean, that, like, it is year two, but does it? It looks really good, you know, mm-hmm. for what a year two. I, I feel like it's a little more tactical. Mm. It, it does look uh, clumsy, like not clumsy, clunky, mm-hmm. because of it is like it is bulletproof. Yeah. So it has to have some some um, width in it to be able to be bulletproof. Yeah. But I like it. It looks pretty. It looks pretty good. Yeah. It it does feel like it's a uh, a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> it's when he jumps off, there's one part where he, uh, uh, I think, uh, what was the DA. The DA gets captured by the Riddler, and then he has a bomb in his throat, or yeah. his neck, and it explodes, and it knocks Batman out. So Batman is at the GCPD, and there's just a bunch of cops around, surrounding him, wanting to take off his cowl, which also... Why part, didn't they do that beforehand? Yeah, but how does that work? Is it glued to his head, just in case, you know, accidental, someone taking well, it off? Well, he took off the, the... He took it off. Right, like, like just... But what if someone, you know, just yanks it from him? Is that is that it might be too like much? clipped? It might be clipped. It, it right? looks like the the collar like flares out a little bit, so mm-hmm. it might have something to clip. Or something because oh, I I was thinking you put it on and then like it hardens itself, so it doesn't like come. Well, mold. we did see that he, when he turned his his wings into the the squirrel suit. <laughs> like maybe squirrel suit. Know. Yeah, right. The, I would have loved him to go down with his cape, but yeah, it, it is a year two. So, so he's like, just here's a, a better look of of the suit. No. Oh. Oh. So it does look tactical-ish, right? Yeah. It, it looks like um, Injustice. In yes. Yeah. I see. I get feelings sense. of, like, Arkham. Yeah. The game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, the, the, there's never going to be a Batman with a fucking blue and gray leotard. <laughs> Ever. Oh, my God. Because, like, that just doesn't seem <laughs> yeah. practical enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, most of those, what, 80s? Going on 70s, 90s, comic book characters are all just leotards and just yeah. clothes, onesies. Yeah. And I feel like that was also uh, a cheat mm-hmm. not to draw like these super intricate, intricate, muscled up Jack, <laughs> Jack superheroes. You know, like now you just draw the figure, you know, has some, def- some build, some definition, but not to the extent where every fucking, you know, right. vein is popping out and nipples <laughs> and everything. And which he's, he's, what do you think of Bruce Wayne? See, that's the thing. I didn't. I didn't feel like Robert Pattinson was a good enough Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he he fell short a little bit. Mainly, it could be because it is like an emo Bruce Wayne, and yeah. we haven't really had much experience from that. Even mm-hmm. in the year one, even in the year one, he wasn't really that emo because mm-hmm. most of the time he spent being Bruce Wayne, he was like doing like a philanthropist. Kind a philanthropist, of. yeah, but he was like in the shadows, like in the beginning of the movie where he's walking the in the crowd with a backpack mask and everything. Mm-hmm. Like he's among them. He's doing a lot more of that. Right. And the the upper, the times where in the in this movie where he had to be Bruce Wayne, he was just like sour. I didn't really want to be there. <laughs> like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Something right. Uh, you don't think that's because he's still grieving because it yeah. is year two stuff yeah. yeah that's what I said so like no. I don't feel like it fit the Bruce Wayne right. but I'm comparing them to the Bruce Wayne that we know right? or like no oh the animated yeah. stuff comic no oh I see yeah we have never do see it reminds me of Damien to be yeah, honest very, very right? yeah very very Damien yeah very kind of those like, you're not even when he's talking to Andy Serkis yeah, he was a dick yeah he what is up with that to fucking Alfred but again could it be because he's still... Mourning, right. I mean, it's been 20 years, dude. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's still like sour on it. Yeah, and how about Andy Circus though? It was dope. I liked him. 
I liked him as a as a Bruce Wayne as a I mean as an Alfred, and um, it kind of gives me the feeling that this one is going to be more of the SAS Alfred. I, I hope so because he said circus. Yeah, but that could be slang, British slang. <laughs> like that's, that's true. That's where it could be like that's a circus, but it's like in the desert somewhere, somewhere he was deployed. That's fair. Yeah, and obviously super smart. He figured out the cipher. He helped figure out the decipher the cipher. Yeah, decipher the cipher. Decipher the cipher. That's nice. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I mean, it's part of the same word. Decipher. 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 Part of the same word. But yeah, I, I love him as Bruce Wayne. And what I, do, I love Bruce Wayne. Gosh, as, got me going. <laughs> Alfred, Alfred. Alfred. What do you think the the reaction of uh, like the everyday people when he was Robert Pattinson was Bruce Wayne? Like when he went to the club, mm-hmm. he knocked on the door. He's like, "Do you know who I am?" And everybody was like, "Oh shit, yeah." Like they were more scared of Bruce Wayne rather than the Batman. That's true. Right, it's something that he's like in a position of power yeah. where that's what they recognize as power. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's I didn't notice that. So like that they they seem more feared, and then they open the door like, hey, it's him. Could it be because they know the con- the connection he has to um, Maroni? No, Falcone. Falcone is that that's after right? Right. That that was after the the news blast because yeah. apparently uh, Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne went to as, Falcone. Yeah. I, well, see that's the thing like. Was the the Martha Wayne's family Arkham? Was that something that was like already settled, or did they just introduce that in this movie? I think no, no, that was already something that was settled. That was the two, two separate families, the two separate right? Families. Yeah, yeah, the okay. founders essentially of Gotham, yeah. right? Yeah, the yeah. Arkhams and, and the, the, the Wayne's. That's a badass last name, Arkham, right? Arkham. Yeah, Wayne, and then you have Wayne's, <laughs> but Wayne's. I, I, short I, for I slang for Wang. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love that dynamic, not the Wang part. <laughs> but I do love, I love that the the, the parallels with it is that. It depends on what perspective you are in, mm-hmm. right? If you're like someone who's more of the lower class, you believe what Wayne did. You know, Wayne yeah. hired this person to kill the uh, Falcon to kill the journalist because you know he's yeah, he was dirt, dirt, right? Yeah, some dirt. But if you're on where Bruce Wayne is, or not Bruce Wayne, if you're on Alfred, Alfred. Alfred's kind of level, then he did that to protect the wife, yeah, not because he cares about the political campaign. So there's like a disconnect, and it's the same with the with the twins. There's that disconnect where they they're afraid of them because they they the power is money. Yeah. Right. Not someone dressed as a bat that can beat you up. Apparently, right. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was interesting. I picked up on on how he is um. He's received like even in the funeral scene where he he walks up and then. Oh, Falcon is like, whoa, whoa. Is you that know who the, this is? The, that's the prince of, He's uh, the prince of Gotham. Gotham right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, even the, the one who's in charge of Gotham is like... Yeah, who's running shit underground. Right, exactly. And there's this... That's very... This movie has a lot of deep undertones to it. Even yeah. when Selena's... It's layered. It's, there's like... Yeah. Even like the most... Like the most minor character who I feel like was Selena mm-hmm. in this overall thing. Like she, she became attached to it by happenstance she just happened to know the person who was murdered right and then she but to stick her stick to itiveness and wanting revenge wanting vengeance just so happens to be in the fold right but even her her character is perfectly layered her storyline goes flows throughout the whole movie doesn't feel like it, it comes to a natural end until the end of the movie yeah so you're you're invested 
yeah um in her participation and it, it's layered you know the gym's layered it's he's realizing that the people he he worked with and maybe even idolized to some extent are dirty no, yeah the what is it the commissioner, the commissioner. they work they work together they're partners. So, yeah they're partners but he went sour yeah and he stayed on the straight and narrow yeah and I, I like that it gosh we're just it's all good stuff per se <laughs> but it does it feeds back into Batman because mm-hmm. when we start the movie we don't we just know the general idea of Batman but through these characters we learn more about him especially when it comes to Selina and then Selina says you always expect the worst right yeah and then and, and it's true because as soon as he finds out about his dad down the line he expects is it true you lied to me right he already jumps to the conclusion that what Mar- what my Falcone said is true because <laughs> he's a he's a mobster yeah right? it's 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 kind of hard to um keep track of all these Italian last names <laughs> Maroni Falcone Maroni Falcone Macaroni Macaroni uh, Penguin <laughs> Penguin or Oz, Oz. or was it uh, what's his actual real name Oswald Oswald Cobblepot yeah Oswald Cobblepot yeah um I, and I'm it. I'm excited to see what the second one is going to bring because mm. it lays the it lays the foundation perfectly for, you know, Penguin taking over as mob boss, potentially a new Joker, yeah, potentially more uh, Riddler. Which, holy shit, like you you could take one of the lamest <laughs> of the Batman Rogues Gallery and turn him into a complete psychopath. Yeah, yeah, he's a. Uh... He's nothing like the Jim Carrey of no. the original, but which is. Which is Jim Carrey had a take. Well, Jim Carrey had the you know that take of the Riddler, but this take is like more contemporary. Like, would he really be writing question marks all over the place and like having themed games? A leotard, or a, le- a leotard, a top hat, yeah. or a bowler hat? Right? No, he just kills people. I like that. I mean, we've already had the the model, which mm-hmm. was a Zodiac. Yeah, and I like that they they just molded him to be that. You know, the, the this insane person who murders people and leaves clues. And um, what do you think of Paul Dano? I love, I yeah, I yeah, him. I love it. <laughs> he's so into it. He like, is. Even when there's the part where he, uh, the one where they're in the church, right, and then mm-hmm. there's the neck around the DA, the bomb around the neck of the DA, and he's like really enjoying himself, right? He's, it's like a game to him because to him the riddles were the game. Yeah. It was the only thing that was the one concrete thing in his life, and he's, it's like a gift. To this guy who has a bomb around his neck, and he's like, "It's justice." He's like, "Thank you, you're so good," and he's like complimenting him. Or when they do capture him, it's like, "Oh, I just ordered a slice of pumpkin pie," and they slap his head. <laughs> I like if it fit. You know, um, Paul Dano has this unnaturally round head, <laughs> a round face, and then um, he does have. They made him even look more like baby faced. Yeah. Which With was haircut and yeah, <laughs> even creepier. Yeah, he's like, he, he reminds me of Dexter. Mm-hmm. Kind of, he's you know smiling. He puts a facade, but he'll like slit your throat. Yeah, kind of deal. And there's this the scene where it's him, it's Batman, and he's in Arkham, and they're having this dialogue, but you don't know if it, it's kind of it alludes to that he knows who Batman is. Yeah, right. And Batman, of course, jumps to conclusion, expects the worst, and and then he realizes yes. yeah, that he doesn't know who. Uh, the Batman is yeah because he keeps saying Bruce Wayne right Bruce Wayne Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Wayne Bruce Wayne and like yeah he does have like this fuck I'm not to kill him he looks at him can I break this, this glass yeah yeah and then but that that one moment where he's able to express and shine and act a bit it, it's gripping 
Because mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's like, is he right? Like, are you sure? Like, does he know? And he's taunting him. And he's like, and yeah, his his Riddler's really, really good. Yeah, he, he, did, he did amp it up a bit in the more serious side. You know, yeah. like uh, Jim Carrey's take was amped up on the cartoony side <laughs> of it. Yeah. But this one is like, yeah, let's amp it up and uh, be more of that psych- psychotic, psychopath. And let's kill some people. Yeah. Know? And he's connected to... I mean, what a commentary. See, but like, how is... How, the, the, the connection that he has is mm-hmm. he was an orphan as well. That's kind of how they, they laid it, right? Right. So why is he, you know... Like, like why is he a murderous psychopath? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, to expose the corruption, but what is your endgame? Right. I guess the endgame was to destroy Gotham. Yeah, but and like, to kill the leadership, Yeah, I to guess. what extent, though? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he thought that. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> to, to him, it's, it's like what uh, Ra's al Ghul wanted to do. Right, he wanted to purge Gotham and rebuild it, I guess, in a more utopian, dystopian kind of deal. Dystopian. Like yeah, that. it was dystopian. So I, I suppose in Riddler's case, it's to uncover the rot in order to move on with the foundation. Because what the movie alludes to, it, it's it's like that this corruption is at the start of the founding <laughs> yeah. of Gotham. The first brick. Right, the first brick. It's like someone got killed. The brick yeah. was supposed to bury someone who got killed already. Yeah, they used the brick that, um, or like a stone that they bashed, like the settlers <laughs> bashed in the Native Americans' head in, and they used that stone to lay the foundation. Exactly, <laughs> right? And, and, and that's morbid. It's, it's the one that the movie plays it out to be. Yeah. And that's why it's just, it's better than the Joker. Because the the corruption will be built on top of that, but the corruption still exists. Yeah. Right? It's something that is hidden in the shadows and something as Batman is. Mm-hmm. So unlike the Joker where it's everyone is, is horrible to everybody because Gotham equals horribleness. This one, it's it's everything's fine, but you can see the rot. I mean, when they go through the city, there's buildings still unbuilt. There's rampant crime. There's dirt and grime everywhere, and it's and it's through Riddler's eyes you see. Oh, he's kind of right. Well, I mean, obviously, there's it's, morbid, it's yeah. hard not to take parallels of what's going on now. Yeah. Within our own government, like yeah. we know that you know our senators and congressmen, and the people who are supposed to represent us, the everyday folk, are bought and paid for by the corporations. You know, hundred times over. Yeah. So for for it to have like like in Gotham for for the the people who truly need help to actually get the help a lot has the the, the structure that 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 is built has to be toppled down. Yeah, it goes in the system. Yeah, right, yeah, and then he connect, and it's so it's like the commentary he connects to like social media and you yeah. like hey, there's a video where you find out his plan is to effectively drown Gotham or at least downtown Gotham. With a majority of the leadership, which right? like who builds a a, a, build, a city that's literally like twenty feet below <laughs> his, like, sea level, sea level, only in Gotham apparently yeah, at at the edge of an ocean, and then island, right, right. <laughs> like who said that that was a good idea, right? Exactly. See, they were busy bashing the heads of the settlers, <laughs> the, the people <laughs> to think like maybe we should elevate this. Yeah, but yeah, he's a, effectively he tries to do that, and uh, he like fails. Yeah, I like see, like I like the overacting. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of the first time around, I was like, "Is that really necessary?" Like in Paul Daniels, the, the Riddler, the overacting. Like when he was reading, like in in the church scene, when he was uh, giving the 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 DA the um, the riddles, right? The riddles, and then the the DA is like, "Please help me, help me, help me!" And they're like, "Shut!" And he yells at him, like, yeah. "Shut up!" 
So, like, yeah, that's understandable. But when he's reading one of the, the riddles and then he, like, over-enunciates on uh-huh. just one word, yeah. it's like, is that necessary? But the second time around watching it, I was like, okay, I get it. I get what you're doing here. You're trying to to show your insta- instability of the character. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, we're all heroes in our own story. Yeah. And to him, he and Batman are, like, the saviors of Gotham. Because he thought he was... Yeah, he thought he was, he was working with Batman. Right, and that is why <laughs> I love this film because... We've got to talk about something bad. <laughs> yeah. I love this film because who would have thunk the villain would be inspired by the hero? Right? I mean, like, think of... Well, I mean, like, in Incredibles... Oh, my gosh. No, well, he, he was shunned. <laughs> yeah, he right? was But shunned. this one, right, he, he rises up and he's trying to clean up the streets because of all the crime. But someone interprets that as... Oh, he's fighting the system. Be very Unabomber. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Dahmer being inspired by the Unabomber or something yeah. like that, right? Like, yeah. I'll, I'll eat people instead. Right? <laughs> and it's like, we're on the same team. And that's what I like about the Batman or I haven't really seen in any really, even Marvel, right? Where the the villain was inspired, or took the wrong... Well, Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo? From Stephen Strange? But no, he, from... No, no, but from, he, he got inspired by... No, no, no. A Baron... Um, oh. From... Oh, from Winter Soldier. No, not Winter Soldier. From uh, Civil War. <laughs> Civil War? Yeah, I remember he said that. He was in so, he was Sokovian, and as the city came down, right. he, he killed his family. Right, well, that, that wasn't inspired by, like, Iron Man. Right, he yeah. was inspired by Iron Man to go after the Avengers. Yeah, the hero. Right. No, no, he wasn't. It was a circumstance of it. Like, he's a yeah. victim. Okay, so right. it wasn't directly. Okay. Yeah, it's a victim. It's something like, it's like Superman killed Zod. Oh, that's awesome. I'll start snapping, snapping people's people. necks. <laughs> yeah, so I, that, that dynamic, I, I at the top of my head, I don't really, I can't really think of like Red Skull. It's like, no. oh, Superman. And I, Captain America, I'm inspired. I'll yeah. be a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, the, the, the actions of the superhero spurred on his mental illness i guess you would say yeah and and and, um delusions delusional thoughts and he decided they in his mind he was going to work with batman that they were both working together how creepy that is yeah technically they are both trying to achieve the same goal but one was completely different right yeah one (laughs) one was batman's role where it's a slow and hard task but it'll eventually get there but in his, it's like, they just burned this. <laughs> burn this all or drowned it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, okay, one more good thing. It's a Gotham feels like it's, this is why it's better than Nolan. A Gotham feels like it's a breathing entity. Yeah. Right. And this one, it kind of, it makes it feel like, because it's so fucked up, because it's so bad, because it's, all this horribleness is happening, Gotham became as much of a story, as much, as much of a character than any other, th- and then Batman itself. Yeah, even in the monologue, he's like, Gotham is eating itself. Like, who's who yeah, said? Very Rorschach. Yeah, very, right? <laughs> like, this is all a joke, and he just, like, jumps off. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's very, it's Gotham, it's, uh, that's what the Nolan didn't really do, is that they utilize the city as another yeah. avenue. Because we do get the city, but it feels like it's a combination of multiple cities in one. But when you first see Gotham, and you see their town square... It's like, it's so condensed, right? Mm-hmm. Compared to New York's town square, but it's like what? It's just this avenue and all these screens are everywhere. All yeah. these advertisements. There's so much grime and dirt and someone's 
breaking into a bank, no one's stopping. <laughs> yeah, the, the first time around, I sat through the whole credits trying to see if there was an end credit. Yeah. Um, I assume you did the same. Yeah. Uh, but I, did you notice the shooting locations? Oh, uh, what was it? Was it Scotland? Was the it, only American city was Chicago. Chicago. That okay. was that was the only so in in, in all, the most of them like other cities were England like England. Liverpool London stuff like right, that so right. cities that have it uh, an older history than the cities that we have here so I feel like you utilizing that really showed yeah and that that oh that's fantastic <laughs> because it's it's Gotham yeah right even even I uh, we didn't see Wayne Manor and I'm assuming we're gonna see it didn't in we the just see one. like out out like an outside shot or something like yeah that? We, like a they, gate or something they said that the uh, the orphanage was attached to Wayne Manor that it burned, burned down, down right but they moved into the Wayne Towers and then Wayne Tower looks like a medieval <laughs> like yeah the main super one. opulent ostentatious <laughs> chandeliers and like a whole bunch of crazy shit yeah which, yeah. Yeah, it, it's very uh, medieval kind of dark ages kind of feel to it. So yeah, with Gotham being that that old feel but new, like mm-hmm. there's an old foundation, but someone is trying to make it like spruce it up a bit. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. I, I I agree with you there. The the utilization of the city was just as important, and it it became much more than just the backdrop. Yeah, it's it's more than the location. I mean, yeah. as much as the characters, the characters mirror the location. Like you see, uh, you see Central City, right? And, mm. and I don't know how to, the flight. It's fast. There's yeah. there's seven freeways. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you have Metropolis, yeah. right? The, the Shining Beacon, Superman's hometown, and it it mirrors that. And then you have Gotham, and it does mirror Batman's trying to make it better. By bashing the heads in of all the bad characters <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, let all right, do you want to talk about like what's something that you you think of think of would improve it? Would improve upon. Yeah, like what do you think lengthwise? It was almost three hours. It was almost three hours. I you, you go with the length. You no, think you cut it. I uh, I yeah. think there's a lot of scenes that should have been cut. Yeah, some scenes like the one with him walking. Towards after the chase with the uh, with penguin. You want to cut that? No, scene. no. Uh, cut where he leans in. Yeah. <laughs> no, he leans in and stuff like that. Right. There, there's a lot of scenes where it feels like it is being artsy because it holds on a lot of the shots and the takes. Even where uh, the flooding comes in and there's like red and light and then he, there's all the people following Batman. Yeah. That felt a little longer than usual than it should yeah, really be. That scene. As, as the first time I saw it, I immediately started thinking of of uh, Russell Crowe as Jor-El's monologue to to Superman in Man of Steel when he's telling you like you have to be the oh, hope hope for them right they're, they're gonna fall they're gonna stumble but you have to be there. <laughs> so I immediately thought of that I was like oh that's pretty dumb that's pretty cool uh, but I, I agree with you on the, the the him leaning over yeah and then like when whenever they're at the where the uh, the bat signal is, and he's walking out of the elevator. Literally, <laughs> see that Batman don't don't take no elevator. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Just you're right. Yeah. Just a grappling hook up there. Yeah. There's a lot of scenes where they do hold on it a little bit too longer than they mm-hmm. really should. Yeah. Or they give more. Uh, they give less time to some scenes. A lot of reaction shots as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking him leaning over. <laughs> uh, other than that, how about you? Okay, length is one thing other than music I have it the music with the it's because it's borderline Amazonian what's the song where they kept singing Amazonian Lament mm-hmm. where each time Wonder Woman showed up and it's like ah, not the drums just the wailing oh, oh. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, see, okay, so, like, you look at, we, we've talked, we haven't talked about this, but Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Or Peacemaker, it's eight episodes, you know, 40 minutes, roughly an episode, 45, you know, depending. Yeah. yeah. And it feels like every 20, every, every five minutes, there's a whole fucking montage, music, song montage, and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Like, it kind of, it feels so shoehorned in where it starts to becoming distracting. Yeah. But, like, in this movie, yeah, they overuse that song, mm-hmm. but they've used it be in it properly. Yeah. In a sense, like, it, it warrants itself. They Probably because they had too many of those moments, mm-hmm. maybe you could say. But, yeah, I feel like it was overused, but it was used properly. It's not like where it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Yeah, I could see, especially when he's dumping out of the darkness. They always play that theme. Yeah. Even with the car coming, dun, 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 like, I'm like, <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, it is overplayed in the right moment. And, yeah, in the right, right moment. I don't, I'm not a fan of the opening song. The which one? Nirvana. Uh, Nirvana? Yeah, the Nirvana playing. I don't. Didn't they play it like three times? They played it, I don't, I don't three know. Three or four times? I think twice. The first, at the beginning, beginning at the end. end. And that's about it. You sure? What about when he when um, he uh, he finds out about his dad and and, and Falcon? They play mm, maybe when he's he's laying out. No, like, no, they do um, it when he does the monologues, right? Right at the beginning where he's like, "The city's eating itself." Oh, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, I I, I would have liked it if they used just the in- instrumental. Yeah. Not the, the lyric version. Yeah, because there's a scene where he that's the commissioner, and he's giving a speech, and he's talking about how he's going to find him, and then the lyrics are kind of overlapping yeah. with what he's saying and stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I agree with you there. Using it once or twice, I feel like they used it more. Mm-hmm. I, I, three, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised times. if... Um, the first time, you could get away with them using the lyric version, but the second time, they should have just stuck with the, the instrumental. Yeah. It would have been... Would have uh, uh, not distracted. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I didn't know much about Nirvana. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Something. Is... <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like you could cut like 10 minutes because mainly it's just going to be like reaction. Yeah. A lot of reaction stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm just picturing like, him leaning in again. <laughs> when when he goes meets the, the penguin for the first time and he encounters Selena. Uh-huh. How many reaction shots of Selena did we see? Yeah, like seven. Yeah. Or ten. Like, Even one in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> like you could cut some of those. You don't really need them. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. How about the, the pacing? Because it, it's not that it, it sets it up, but it does... It's very slow burn until we find out something that pushes the plot forward a bit. Yeah. Uh, the first time around, I saw it, yeah, I could tell. It was mm-hmm. slow. Slow mm-hmm. to pick up. But the second time around, I was like, whoa, are you already? Shit, we're <laughs> moving pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like this movie is benefits a repeated watch. Like mm-hmm. you say, you're going to watch it tomorrow, so that's going to be three times for you. <laughs> I'm going to wait till it comes out on HBO Max to mm-hmm. watch it again. That way I could like properly analyze it as best as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did pick up on stuff on my second watch that I didn't pick up on my first, my first watch. Yeah. So watching it multiple times will benefit for sure. Uh, Pacing-wise, again, it, it has a lot to do with like... 
it's three hours, and for whatever reason, you need to fill three hours. Yeah, that's that's a weird choice because the last three hours I watched was like Endgame. Yeah, and like, even Endgame was slow. Right, and that was like <laughs> ten years worth of like content, but yeah. this is just kind of like yeah, two year two. Batman. It's more justifiable in Endgame, right? Because right. it is ten years of content, right? Rather but than this one where it's there's well, granted there is like what four or three storylines going on. You have Selena, and then you have the Riddler, and then you mm-hmm. have. Uh, was it Mal- Malcone or Falcone? Falcone. Falcone. Falcones with the, with the penguin, <laughs> which they gave him a lot of screen time. Falcone, the penguin, the penguin. Yeah, because he does. He's gonna have yeah. a show, right? Oh yeah, that's he's right. He's gonna have a TV show on his, his own show. Yeah, on HBO Max. Yeah, on HBO Max. So they did give him a lot of opportunities to you know, flex that acting muscle. That yeah, and I feel like there were also it could have been like a mis- misdirection. Because of the one they're trying to figure out who's the rat, the winged rat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. They, they're they're trying to like have it be. Yeah, maybe it is the penguin. Yeah. But it was funny. Like right after that scene, they leave him tied up, and you saw he waddled. Like, he waddled. Like, I was like, look at the penguin. <laughs> right? Yeah. And the yeah. first time I heard that, like the winged rat, I was like an owl. Because yeah. like, it was the court of owls was the underlying like that that was going to be the, the big, big baddie. The big. Uh, Fan theory. Yeah, the big be, fan theory. Even though nothing core about <laughs> nothing. Yeah, even know. even what the only thing was, what the uh, the one of the what is it the postcards those uh, the Riddler had. Oh yeah, the gift card. There was like an owl in front, and I was like, yeah. oh, that's a weird choice. And then yeah, nothing came. Nothing. Of it. it was yeah. like the whole the, the eyes, right? Yeah, it was all black. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I would have liked to see a little, you know, laid that groundwork. Mm-hmm. The next threat. Kind yeah, of thing, yeah, because yeah, you know that um, the Court of Owls were there at the beginning. Yeah. And since they talked about the founding families, that maybe they could have like, hinted to some sort of shadowy organization. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been fantastic. They didn't do that. I feel like maybe that's too, it's going to be too much. Yeah, it, well, it, it's too comic booky. what do you think? Yeah. It's leaning into the. This feels like its own thing. It's, uh-huh. it's inspired by the comics. Yeah. But do you think adding those those characters would be too leaning into the comics? Yeah. To take I, away from it. I, I guess so because mm-hmm. like, yeah. I mean, it, like you said, this feels like its own thing. Where yeah, it's inspired by the comics, but it really it doesn't borrow anything. You know, the characters are there by name only. Yeah. And yeah, they have the they they follow um, the source material as best as they can but it's not like heavy relying on it yeah and maybe the court of owls to this point i, I still think that it might be because it's, it would be too much for the fans to take um to um keep track of mm-hmm. but i guess i guess what you're saying is it, it doesn't feel like it, it feels like it could be too comic too too straight from the comic book yeah it's i uh, see with the joker sequel coming i i don't know well, how would a sequel before the Batman work out? What is an idea that pops in your head? Something I mean, well, like they, oh, oh, oh. League of Shadows invading or something, and like he, he gets captured, he has to train with them, or like. I would say without a sequel, mm-hmm. I would like to see Freeze. Freeze? In what, Freeze. in what capacity, though? Like, as we have a Zodiac Killer Riddler, what variation in this movie would we see as the Batman, a failed scientist? A scientist, yeah, that, that you know goes into the cryogenic field of research, and unfortunately, he doesn't come across anything that, um, you know, the, the scientific community or the, the funders of his, of his um, research 
he come he doesn't come up with anything useful mm-hmm. and then he becomes like vengeful and then eventually his wife gets sick and stuff like that and mm. so like you I would like they didn't they announce that they're gonna do freeze like, uh, that no. what they were talking about like there was maybe I, I yeah. think they want to tackle freeze because yeah. we haven't seen him since, since uh, you know Schwarzenegger right eyes to see <laughs> everybody freeze <laughs> Oh my god, that was stupid. Like, oh, kill the I, dinosaur. I feel like that character needs uh-huh. its own. Like, it's worthy enough on its own mm-hmm. to be a, a, a properly like um, to have it done justice properly. Right, right. So he, it's it's a it's a slippery slope because his his science stuff is a little fringe when it comes to the, it's like a little science fictiony. Yeah. So could it be like something that's experimental? Something yeah, that everything. Like yeah, it has to be experimental. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, like the freeze gun. He, only he has something like that. Exposed in his head. Or something <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> that maybe in developing the freeze gun is what caused his wife. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, something that's like have a poison ivy. Then how would you bring that? Well, then see, but poison ivy. Uh, that's even more fantastic because <laughs> she controls plants. Right. So how, how are you going to bring that to as grounded real world as the Batman? Right. Unless. Uh, and you have to make her like a sex object, but you don't want to do that. Of course, that. I mean that's but... natural. Comes <laughs> hand in hand. <laughs> see how you don't want to see Two Face because we did see the DA yeah, get killed. That w- that would be a good, and then you could follow the the whole storyline where uh, the DA is friends with Batman, like they went to college and high school and whatever together, shit like that. So yeah. you could follow that storyline. But yeah, Two Face would be a good one. Um, I, but I I like that. They only did one villain. Mm. They didn't waste the villain. Yeah, you know, like you could say, back a uh, cat girl, Catwoman, mm-hmm. but she wasn't really like the villain. She was just a, an ancillary p- plot. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think she was a villain at this point. No, she was just like you said. She was just trying to find her way. Right, she's just mourning the death, not mourning the death, but she's to some extent in the same position as Bruce. Yeah, right. Her mom got killed, but in her sense, she wants revenge. Rather yeah. than you know dressing up like a, a bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, the 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 um, Harvey Dent would be interesting, especially like since it is very noir, and that's also an, a, a character straight out of like the, the noir origins of Batman. Yeah. So it'd be pretty cool to see. L- maybe introduce him in the next one, and then have him be the main villain in the third one. Oh, that would be so. So hey, how about this? Uh huh. Nightfall. Especially that we saw God, we saw Arkham, and then it seems like the Riddler. This is towards the end of the movie, and they were they were wrapping up the ties. Everyone's being saved essentially, and then the Riddler's plans are going down the toilet, and he's crying, which is yeah. kind of sad, right, really. And he's like wailing, and you know, crying. <laughs> and, stuff. and then his neighbor is a uh, it's it's the Joker. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, and it's not just it's not you know symmetrical Joker. It seems like he's a little grotesque. His nose. It looks like he's scarred up. Yeah, it looked like he actually fell in the vat of acid. Yeah, we didn't really get to see a a good look at him, mm-hmm. but you know the way he's speaking, the laugh, and all that stuff. Yeah, his nose is a little like bulgy. Yeah, I hope that's not body shaming. <laughs> no, face shaming. So you you would want you think about Nightfall. The Nightfall, story yeah. But wasn't I mean, wasn't that the Nightfall already? That's the one where uh, he breaks his back and that's yeah. Right? yeah. Wasn't he already Batman to? For, for a yeah, certain so amount of period. What if it's uh, they do what year five Batman at that in the second and one? Then and then and do. then dude, yeah, he's a little more established. He's a little more ironed out. 
But he's but, still, you know, rough around. Right, the he's still rough around the edges, right? And but it's yeah. like the death of Superman. But then you would have to introduce Bane. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but do you feel like Bane on its own is a is a worthy enough character to carry a whole movie? Depending on who it is. I mean, your Tom Hardy was pretty good. Yeah. And there wasn't really another villain other than him. Well, he was Talia Ghoul's. Yeah, but bitch. towards yeah towards <laughs> the end, right? He's like, um, yeah, he was the puppy dog. Yeah. Oh, how about we have one that's. Like the mercenary who's hopped up on the same drugs that he apparently he was using at that fight. Because I don't know, it's such a weird scene because he takes it off and he injects it in his body. It's like they want to show us. Yeah. Like, like again, it could be an arsenal, a tool in his arsenal. Yeah. Like, you know, he, like Batman is supposed to have as many contingency plans. <laughs> so he, he might need like a, sh- a boost of adrenaline. But yeah. it, what's weird is that, it, yeah, it looked green. It looked green and then like... It, it gave like, him rage. It gave him rage, <laughs> right? And everything just kind of zoned out. Uh, I don't know. When it does come out HBO Max, there is a tag on it. I didn't catch it because it's so quick. Yeah. But there's there was like a lot of quick stuff that I, 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 I was trying to pay attention the second time. But I couldn't. Uh, I didn't get a chance to like when when the Riddler gets caught and he has two IDs. I wanted yeah. to see what names were there. Yeah, one says uh, one says Nigma. In another uh, Nathan, says, no Nathan Nathan Northman or something. <laughs> I saw one that said Edward. Edward. Okay, that's Edward. The one. But no then, Nigma. Edward. Yeah, it did say Edward. Edward, and then the last name. But I didn't get to see the top one. Yeah, I want to pause it to see if where he's born. Yeah, that's creepy. That sounds like <laughs> he was City. born in Metropolis. Or Star City, USA. Star City. I was like, I was like, oh my. God. I would I would have liked to see this one follow the 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 storyline of um, the long Halloween since mm. since the the it, it was the first murder was on Halloween yeah which have I it, thought yeah have it drawn it out you know the next one be on Thanksgiving and then have it be like so I would have liked to have followed that a little bit yeah that would be cool. Yeah, not necessarily do the whole story, but like that whole where people die on specific right holidays. the motif of it yeah. being right, and then you could play with time. Yeah, you could do like this is not this yeah. Thanksgiving and all the yeah. decorations. This movie like is, takes place within a matter of what two weeks. Yeah, I, or I, a week. Yeah, because it, it it starts off on Halloween and then it ends on election, which is November fifth yeah. in their timeline. Yeah, so a week or so. Yeah, I would have sure. liked to have seen the storyline take a little longer. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I feel like maybe Nightfall, give it, like, rework it. Right. For like it's like a year five or something. How about both? A long Halloween Ooh. that is in See, the vein I, of Nightfall. Yeah, but then, like, Cause are you going to introduce an Ezreal? Or are you going to introduce. I mean, you have the Riddler. I mean, yeah, who's inspired as well. So yeah. why not someone who's inspired even further? But then again, that would be overplayed, right? You'd be yeah. using the same kind of plot point. I'm inspired by the Batman. I'm going to start killing people. Or something yeah. like that. Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess. See, but like, <laughs> at that point, he he had already had a... He was in between Robins. Yeah. So you'd have to establish a Robin. A Robin, Right, yeah. but they did drop Bloodhaven. That's true. Right, so... And then, again, I don't know. I don't know the extent of Andy saying circus. But it's like, maybe, maybe it's... Uh, maybe it's the... Circus. Where he gets... Uh, the Grayson? Uh, the Traveling Graysons? The yeah, Flying Graysons? The Flying Graysons, yeah. So See, many... There's so, so many threads. Yeah. yeah, there's so many threads. Even with the with Two-Face, I don't know if I said, well, with the, the DA got killed, so they, yeah, they, need, they, need, to, a DA. they need a DA. Well, they need a, a DA, a commissioner. A commissioner, a Gordon. And now they have a new, uh, mayor, a new mayor. Right, so they basically they changed off the old guard, but we didn't really know who the DA is going to be changed, which is naturally going to be Harvey Dent. 
Should be. It should be. Yeah. <laughs> right? That would be an interest. That would that would really be interesting. It, I feel like Harvey Dent, that character on its own, just the, the the duality that he faces every day, you know, like it fucked up his car, his his face got fucked up and then it unleashed the inner evil that he had. Right, yeah. The the underlining that he always tried to put yeah, at bay. Suppress. Right. But not like Batman where he, you know, says, Well, he fights crime, he just he embraces it, yeah. but channels it into good. Yeah. Rather than letting it control... Well, he lets it control. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a bad analogy, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for it. It's, it's just it's so artsy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. So yeah. how is it... How are they going to keep to that? Because once you start getting into expanding into the bros gallery of Batman, it right. gets cartoony, it gets so flashy, and like, how are you going to rein these characters down to so that you don't lose the essence of who they are, but they fit your the 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 theme of the movie? Right, it's like the Joker. Yeah, like I, I don't see that movie as having a sequel to it. No. Right. It, it just should be a one-off. Yeah, but there's apparently there's going to be a sequel. And how's I mean, that going to They're make like a hundred, like a billion dollars. Yeah, well, I mean, when does a non-Batman movie <laughs> make a billion dollars? But yeah, I don't. I I have no idea. Like other than neuter, not neuterizing, <laughs> um, <laughs> nerfing them to the extent where <laughs> they're, they're one, one point. Yeah, a billion dollars. Holy shit. Yeah, a billion dollars. Right. How much was the the. The Dark Knight trilogy. No, the the box office, Joker. I mean the the the. Oh, the budget. The budget. The budget. It can't be a lot. I mean, <laughs> like twenty five dollars. <laughs> Fifty to seventy million. Yeah, they they recoup that real quick. Real quick. Yeah. Real Somehow quick. movie math, it's gonna be like yeah we didn't we lost money actually. It's actually a flop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, it's in, it's interesting. I I would like to see how they expanding the the villains for the movies. How they're gonna keep them, you know, and have it be the have it have the essence. Yeah, uh, have a have a bell for the cow. See, but then again, you're, you're doing <laughs> you're doing these storylines that are already like years in established. You know, we're doing we're how much is the jump gonna be? Right, right, but how. Okay, how about before that then? What where's a comic line or a narrative that will fit? That is not a comic jump. That's not a time loop jump. Um, that comes to mind. I kind of feel. I kind of feel like you would have to just because this mm-hmm. this Super Batman is so young. Yeah. In it's it's in its infancy. Mm-hmm. You would have to wait. You know, the next one would have to be almost five six years later. Yeah. If not, maybe even ten. Yeah. So that it it here's already established. He's already known, and he's he. He has the, the the city under his finger essentially, and then introduce more. See, e- even then, doesn't that take away from it though? Yeah, it, it being moved forward at like a time jump because even the idea of a time jump, when it comes to like a noir film, I only the one that comes to mind is Blade Runner, at like twenty four was it twenty forty nine and no yeah twenty with uh, <laughs> with uh, Harrison Ford and then you have uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Right, and I don't know what the gap is in between that, but even they're supposed to be noir. Isn't it? Wasn't uh, the first one set in 2019? I think so, to right? some degree. Yeah, I mean, Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah, Blade Runner. But you know, it's like 20 or so years after, but they feel relatively the same. But I don't yeah. know how that would work with the Batman. 
I mean, we'll just have to wait and find <laughs> out. Hopefully, there isn't another pandemic that delays the next one. So, <laughs> all right. Overall, overall, what would you rate this out of one to five? One to five. Yeah. Jeez, you're messing up my math. All right, one to ten then. Okay, one to ten. Uh, eight. Yeah. Eight point five. Yeah, I'm I'm right there. Eight point five nine. Yeah, it's, nine. It's, yeah, I can see that. Like too. the the. What would make it a 10 would... Mainly is the length. The length. The length. It's it, just a little long. I start, you start to feel it, especially towards the end fight scene, which is epic. Yeah, there's this 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 trend in especially like grandiose movies where it feels like you come up to what should be an end, but no, you got you got yeah. one more. There's another. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> like another a, ten. Yeah, minutes. just what you thought. There's a, and there's a twist at the end, right? Yeah. Uh, is he going to die? Yeah, I... Uh, it doesn't feel bloated as most, right? Like Amazing Spider-Man Two, like oh, there's another villain to fight, mm. right? But this one, it, it at least it blended with what was happening. But you do feel like wow, there's there's still more, like yeah, like there's there's a flood going on. Now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just a side note: Is that Amazing Spider-Man? Do you feel <laughs> like in No Way Home mm. they kind of burned four major super Spider-Man villains? In what way? Like, where they showed up already, uh-huh. so you you can't can you oh, use Doc Ock? Can you use Grand, the Green uh, Green Goblin? Can you use Electro? Can you use the Lizard? Yeah. In future. In future. In really? like five or so years, because you have that's no, not this, we oh. know we're gonna have um, Tom Holland as Spider Man, right? So when there's more Tom Holland Spider Mans, who are gonna be the villains? But, uh, we know Craven is coming. Craven, right? Craven. But after Craven, who Black Cat. Or something because no, well cut, because cut the shit. <laughs> we need actual villains. Well, Black Cat is part of his development. No, but but, but you're, you're absolutely right. But we don't at the third uh, the, the the last of the trilogy. We he wants to mix it up with like Miles Morales. Yeah. Yeah, and they could eat because what we saw was technically not the Sinister Six, Mm-mm. right? But we do need to see the Sinister Six in some degree. But we don't. We can see a new uh, Doc Ock. That's not. I know Alfred it's hard. Molina. I know that's hard to not imagine, but yeah, that's not Alfred Molina. But he would like what I'm seeing is or like Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. Or Hobgoblin, because well, we know him as Green Lantern, not Green Lantern. Green. <laughs> Green Goblin. Green but yeah, that it, it finishes though the Toby villains. Yeah. But we haven't seen like the newer. But I'm saying is like since he's already encountered them, he would already know or have some some way of really though figuring that figuring out you know like. He wouldn't have to oh, figure it out, right? Since he already he's already encountered some aspect, some type of villain like this. Yeah. Hmm. No. Well, no. because it's he doesn't have all of the equipment he had to fight Doc Ock at the beginning. He doesn't have. It's, but he still has experience. Yeah, he has the experience, but he, that technology saved him. Remember, it, it like it, it hacked. It basically yeah, it hacked, hacked. It, it hacked this thing. But what we see, what the Doc Ock is going to be, it's going to be more aligned to his time. Though we don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be more contemporary, if that makes any sense. I kind of feel like they just burned Billy. <laughs> it's possible, right? <laughs> but then, we, I mean, we see, we have what? That was the third Spider-Man trilogy. We have another Batman film where we saw the Riddler, another iteration of the Riddler. Yeah, but we haven't seen the Riddler in 20, in almost 30 years. Same so we're going to wait Not 20, 20 or 30 years, you know. The, the but I, what I'm talking about, it's like, yeah, I know. Once they, right. once they cast the new fucking... Mm-hmm. The new, new generation. The new generation. The, yeah. yeah, but I'm saying like for now. Because we know, as of right now, they they may not have any um, 
future Tom Holland movies planned. Mm-hmm. But since he is going to be stay as the character and maybe like eventually and miles miles down the line or something yeah like that, yeah. Do you do you think they would have burned a character uh, villains for him? No, see, I say no because those villains are connected to when did the Tobey Maguire and, and twenty years ago. twenty years ago. Yeah, but we saw them now. Yeah, but that's for that's connected to them. They're not connected it's, to the Holland stuff. But it's still even it just though it's visually like yeah, like you see so you see one like dude with not, with tentac- oh, tentacles, yeah, metallic tentacle, and then five years down the line, you see another dude with metallic yeah, tentacles. Like, hey, I know you. Like, right. You're back. You yeah, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, how's it going? It's like, yeah, it's possible. So, but there's also there's a lot of other like Rhino. They can lead it. Oh my gosh, that's part of this room. You're choosing the lamest. Oh my, yeah, Rhino. See, it's only like Obgoblin, Rhino, Black Cat, Craven, Doc Mm. Ock, Electro, Shocker. Like Electro and Shocker are essentially the same thing, but we saw. Doesn't he have like some version of a Mad Hatter villain as well? Mad Hatter villain, Uh, like Mad Hatter in DC and stuff like that. No, I don't. Top of my head. Not really. I remember a storyline where the dude hypnotized Spider-Man and figured <laughs> out. Wait, what's that? It's just because I'm trying to like remember what it was. Oh, okay. I thought you were being he dramatic. He hypnotized Spider-Man and figures out who he is, uh-huh. and then it kind of like breaks the villain and breaks the villain's mind, and he decides to become uh, Spider-Man, like and buries Peter Parker. That sounds like a DC. Is that the clone where he's like a clone? Of no, him? Or is that it wasn't a, DC a clone. Thing? It, was, it sounds like a DC thing where it's. I mean, they borrowed their storylines <laughs> from each other. It's kind of hard to say. I feel like that was a uh, with Batman. Someone read Batman's mind, yeah, and then yeah, someone was, got oh, was it was, Joker. Wasn't it Joker? Someone no, read Joker's mind, and he got broken, basically. Yeah, it's just probably, <laughs> it's, it's so hard to 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 keep um, track of what storyline and what who did what and shit like that. Yeah. But and my point is yeah. is uh, we'll see iterations of them. Yeah. Hopefully, something that is not as a blatant ripoff as the Tobey <laughs> Maguire one. But using the Riddler as twenty years, so we see the Joker one and we see the you know the the serial killer one. So maybe we'll get a, a different variation of Zodiac Killer. The Zodiac Riddler, right? It's, it's like a it's like an action figure. It's like yeah. here's the happy Riddler. Here's the one who's gonna slice your throat. Right. So you said action figure. Yeah. When they announced the rating for this movie, right, we didn't touch on that. We we um, they rated it was rated PG thirteen mainly because they want the toys. Yeah, toys. What kind of fucked up toys are you gonna make for this movie? Okay, all right. So let me. You're gonna buy the Riddler and, his, <laughs> and but his his the thing he used to smash the brains in so separately or what? How about, how about this? How about like a replica of that thing? Yeah. Of that. So people are wearing no people are wearing the Riddler mask and you know reenacting the murder of the, of the mayor. Yeah. But uh, how did that PG thirteen? Okay, we'll, we'll touch back on that. But how about the PG thirteen rating? Did it? make it lesser because that was the big uh we're on the fence about like yeah. you needed to be rated r to give full length or full performances with this dark tone but i f- i feel like the rated r would have would have helped a little bit it's still like super violent and super because yeah. it's like off screen yeah most of the murders are you know off screen yeah off, off yeah off screen, off screen. out of focus off, out of focus which i did movie like. magic <laughs> um but I feel like if, if, if it would have had the rated R, they wouldn't have needed to figure out ways to restrain themselves. They could have gone a little bit more all out. Restrain, though? Or is it just they can be more creative with the restraints? 
Because like rated R, you you're given a, a wider playing field. You can literally do whatever you want. Yeah. But with like BG thirteen, you're given a sandbox. But what you do with that sandbox is completely up to you. Do you feel like it? It's not like more like that, or it was it really restrained? Like what scene? I don't. I don't want to say like restrained, but mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just putting it in those in those words. Like, like, the like potential you said, of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when when he kills the guy, he kills him in a fucking brutal way. The in the the mayor. Yeah. He smashes his his head in with the. With a um, was it a a carpet a, a carpet tugger uh, t- tugger okay yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> he cuts his finger off yeah like we could have seen him like struggle with the scissors <laughs> and just chop just, off his... just use a uh, a cigar a little yeah a little cigar cutter <laughs> so I feel like yeah. yeah we could have seen a little bit more but then that's just me I like gore and violence and I mean that that's completely yeah. I mean it's it brings it to a different arena it yeah. makes it even more serious like. The jokes would be a little, would be a little <laughs> out of like weird, like thumb drive after you saw the dude get his thumb <laughs> while he was alive, yeah, <laughs> like uh, ripped off. That yeah, yeah, that, which is I did like that. The thumb drive, <laughs> the and thumb drive. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How about you? Rating. Mm, I, yeah. Or like toys. The, like <laughs> the the rating would be like a nine point nine point. Or, yeah, nine point or eight point five nine. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really well made. I enjoyed myself a lot. It's it's fun. It does drag on a little bit. Yeah. But I feel like the second time watching it through, it if it was a little faster. Yeah. Um, the toys it does seem weird. You know, like yeah. the it, and it's not even like the suit lends itself for toys. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> Batman suit or yeah, Batman suit, suit. <laughs> either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's it's. So yeah, <laughs> I don't imagine like get your action figure now, kids, and it's like play the Riddler, and it's like with you know opposable thumbs or yeah, something for the future psychopath Riddler <laughs> now with the mask or something. Yeah, it's it's just weird. Like I I don't get it. Why would you want to? And and even Lego, <laughs> like why would you want to restrain yourself so much with with um with the way you make a film to be able to qualify or for for lego sales and mm-hmm. it's like the lego like it's yeah they're super interesting and there's a, a huge fan base for them but you look at a lego it's not like it's green accurate or, or like more like the the artsy type of, of of busts and stuff like that where they make from films where yeah. it, it is more screen accurate and stuff like that and not a fucking lego <laughs> you just pop off the head it's yeah. like that yeah it's uh like on the one hand like i i the idea of getting a Lego Batmobile is awesome. That's pretty it's a, awesome yeah. thing. But on the other hand, the the subject matter of the show of the movie is is very dark and doesn't really fit that happy go lucky of toys. Yes, yeah. yeah. So the tone of the movie doesn't fit. Why are you gonna you know shackle yourself to fit the PG thirteen mm-hmm. rather than just be like you know what I'll let's fucking do it with an R? Because mm-hmm. honestly, this movie could have easily been rated R. Yeah, it, it's. Which I was surprised that it does skirt the line yeah. a lot. Like the thumb being, I was like, whoa, is that, is that allowed? Like I looked around, is that did, did, did they say fuck? Yeah, they did. They did, right? they did once. One, yeah, yeah, one. You're allowed one fuck. And then, and then they checked that, and I know Selena said, uh, you know, the S word. Shit? Yeah, that one. Really shit? <laughs> Even shit? Yes. Wow. I'm still going if strong. It's PG-13. I'm PG-13, Ernesto, right no, now. No, you're PG. Oh, PG? Okay, PG. Yeah. PG wow. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should be maybe on my birthday I'll say that for it just treat myself 
Because you're 31. <laughs> like, oh, man. Counting the counters. <laughs> counting the, cal- the ca- uh, candles on your cake. Oh, gosh. Fuck. Um, but yeah, I feel like this movie was... Was it worth the hype for you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I'm Was it better than you expected? Uh, no. No? No, no, because uh, when I saw it and I saw that it was going to be year two and it was going to be something that would follow the origin and I saw the Riddler, I, I was already... I was already like, okay, this is gonna be a cool movie. I, there is suspicion because it might do, might you know, mess up. Yeah. And in some aspects, it does drag on a bit, but yeah. that doesn't ruin the entire experience no. for me. Yeah. No. I mean, the Batmobile alone. Oh my to god. Judge, I can hear it. I, I think that's my favorite Batmobile. Really? Yeah. Not the not the Tumblr. No. See, like the thing with with Batmobiles was that he always had a car. But that was just suited up. Yeah. You, know, you look at the, uh, famously, the 1966. It's a car. He's just, like, suited up for his needs. Yeah. And that's what that's what this is. It's a car, but he suited it up. suited up. And, Ever yeah. since the introduction of the Tumblr, they've made, they've gone the way side of, like, making the, the Batmobile a bat tank. Like, practical. Right? I mean, you don't have the, a tank rolling down the streets yeah. of Gotham. Right? Because yeah. that, that, nothing says hero. Like, you know, like <laughs> exactly. a souped-up armored tank <laughs> rolling down the street. Yeah, nothing right? says low profile. <laughs> no, and that's what sold it on me, actually. Yeah. When they said that the Batmobile looks low profile, like someone builds, like, oh, okay. It's, it's like, it's, it's an origin, but not really. And he's building up to the Batman we know. Yeah, that's why I feel like this is my favorite one. Because it is a fucking a muscle car, a jet engine power oh, muscle car. Oh gosh, yeah. When you have a muscle car yourself, yeah, it's a sports car. Oh, <laughs> but it does feel like when you accelerate. I was like, I'm in the Batmobile. <laughs> like that. Okay, so let's close on this. How would you rate your Batman's with Ooh, this? Yeah, like Batman as a whole. Oh, Batman's yeah, as a whole. Like you know, your top Batman's. Uh-huh. So Even not, not just Bruce Wayne, but Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah. Or just Batman. Well, um, just Batman. We already know. I feel like I know your opinion with Bruce <sighs> with that Bruce okay. Wayne. Okay, yeah, well... Batman, just Batman. Uh, all right, so... For me, as Batman, Batman would mm-hmm. be still Affleck, Batflick as top. Just because the way he he came off as more of uh, Arkham Batman. Mm. And that really that was what I really enjoyed. Especially the I'm assuming the warehouse scene. The warehouse scene, yeah. <laughs> he just <laughs> fucked people up. Look, this is a well, it might look like a. Oh my goodness! It says a new up the new rear engine V8 Batmobile V10 actually. Is that like a limited display on London? Oh my gosh! Wait, that doesn't look real to me. Might be like a model. A model? Yeah, it looks a little too. The other one was a little... Maybe it's because it was raining. Yeah. (laughs) Look at that, dude. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. What is that? Rockets? (laughs) I mean, the one in the back, yeah. (laughs) That's a rocket. I do love that. I I get Burton images when I saw the rocket. Yeah. Because remember, it had a little booster thing. Especially the the flare of the the rear. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. But it it is more of a practical car. Like, he took the chassis of a muscle car, of a challenge, a charger... Challenger, mm-hmm. and then just you know added scooped it, it up. <laughs> yeah, fixed it to it. Um, all right, so I would be number one would have to be Batflick. Mm-hmm. Top five, because <laughs> ten is like you have room to maneuver. See, it's because like some are better Bruce Waynes than they are Batman's, and some are better Batman's than they are Bruce Waynes. Mm-hmm. Like Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I feel like as a Batman, mm-hmm. I would say 
Bale would be second, and then this one. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Keaton and... As a Bruce Wayne. As, as a Bruce Wayne. And then... And then <laughs> Kevin Conroy. Well, Kevin Conroy at the top. And then... Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah. 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 Conroy will be number one. Affleck would be second. Christian Bell will be third. And then this one will be fourth. So, and he'll be there within your top five. And what was the fifth one? I don't know. Is that Adam West or something? Uh, yeah. Adam West because of the whimsical factor. Right. Yeah. And we what? haven't had a whimsical Batman since Adam West. They're, yeah. They've all, to some extent, have all been uh, depressed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What about you? Where does he fall in, in your oh, pantheon of Batman? <laughs> of Batman. Mount Rushmore of Batmans. Where is he? Um, goodness, Michael Keaton is is pretty number one for me. Really? Yeah, yeah, I I do. I like that because I was a kid, and that's something that I do like the character from. Oh, that—that's it. Oh yeah, we're looking at an image of the Batmobile, Batmobile. and it's sexy. Yeah. Oh. And then it would be this one, and then Nolan. I'm sorry. No, well, yeah. I mean, there's. I'm not. Why are you apologizing? To me? <laughs> I didn't write the fucking movie. Uh, but yeah, I feel. I feel. Like, Ed Patterson. Yeah. Where, I, where's I, Affleck fall? Affleck. Oh, I forgot about Affleck. Okay, probably Patterson, and then Affleck, and then Nolan. Really? Yeah. Because Nolan, to me, it's a, it's a movie that is based on, Batman rather than a movie oh. that is. A Batman movie. A Batman, okay. Right, yeah. but when it comes to Bruce Wayne, I did like Affleck's brutality to it and uh, reluctance to it. Yeah. Right, and then I do, and then Patterson, obviously, year two stuff, and then Michael Keaton, which is, because I grew up on Adam West. Yeah. So Michael Keaton was just like, hey, like a neighbor, like right there, just the hilarity, <laughs> yeah. you know, Bat Nips is just who he is, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I get it. I get it. Oof. Well, that's our show. That's our show. Wow, Are you sure? Takes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show, Hot Takes. So thank you for joining us. I've been your host, Ernesto, and accompanied by my good, brooding, tall, muscular co-host. Muscular? muscular? <laughs> I got so many titties. It's... <laughs> so many titties. <laughs> Joel. Goodbye. Right. I'll see you next next week. We'll be reviewing Peacemaker and, uh, Boba, Fett. and Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett all together wait are we I thought we were going to just pad oh that's right yeah well next week's uh, pop sauce we'll walk over we'll talk about that I'll do a mini hot takes for that we'll see you then take care be safe bye thanks for listening to this week's episode for show updates follow us on Subtech and Twitter Links are in the description. You can find new episodes weekly on whichever podcast platform you swore allegiance to.